0: The cat sat on I don't know. right. Hello, my fellow weirdos, and welcome to Weirdos and Hexes, an Owl House podcast. I'm your host, David Shire, and this is episode zero, aka reasons why you should watch The Owl House. Now, the whole point of this episode was for me to kind of gush about this show overall, tell you kind of a little bit about myself and a little bit about the show that we're going to be covering, and just give you an overall baseline of what what this podcast is going to be like, and hopefully you'll find it super enjoyable, and then continue to listen to the rest of the show. All right. So, a little bit about me. I am a graphic and web designer. I've been doing graphic and web design here in Seattle for the better part of... Five-ish years, and I'm not gonna lie. I kind of, I kind of hate it. <laughs> I, kinda, uh, I was really excited to do it uh, back in the day when it w- it really appealed to me to be my own boss. But as time has kind of progressed, it it has been kind of this soul sucking thing in my life that I uh, that I just wake up every morning. I check my email with despair. I hope that nobody, none of the clients are being rowdy, and hopeful and hopefully uh, nothing's going wrong. And uh, nine times out of ten, it feels like something's going wrong. And it becomes this major stress uh, inducer in my life. So recently, though, I have started watching The Owl House, and it's been a really great form of escapism. And so, for and so, uh, with that smooth transition, let's just go ahead and jump into why you should be watching The Owl House. Now, it's a bit of a tougher sell for um, for older audiences because it is it is a kids' cartoon that is airing on Disney Plus. Now. If you have a Disney Plus account, which you certainly do, because like uh, apparently every every phone provider in America, it seems like adds Disney Plus to your account whether you want to or not. <laughs> but if you uh, if you have that and you're not really sure that you want to get into kind of the animation scene, um, I'll give you some other reasons why you should watch the show. So, what's the basic premise of the show? Well, the basic premise is this: uh, the show is this this girl about 14 years old. Her name is Luz. She ends up she ends up uh, being a little bit weird at her school, a little bit. out out of place I would say that she's kind of like the Peter Parker type where she she very much is like this nerd but like she is very into like fantasy novels with convoluted backstories she's into uh, she's into making music videos with anime inspired <laughs> inspired drawings and uh, these are actually lines that <laughs> come from I believe episode 2 of the Owl House is how Luz kind of describes herself and and right off the bat she is super adorable super lovable. And what ends up happening is that she ends up having to go to this summer camp where she has to learn to be a normal kid. Like I think this—I forget what the summer camp's name is. I don't have my show notes with me, but uh, its catchphrase is "think inside the box." And there's like a little kid (laughs) who's like all bent out of shape and contorted in this box. It's pretty funny. And so, and so Luz ends up ends up uh, one day uh, right before she's about to leave for camp. She ends up. She ends up having one of her, um, one of her, uh, let's see, it was called Azura. Book stolen, which is like this fantasy book inside this uh, fantasy show. She ends up having it stolen by an owl, and then ends up accidentally finding herself falling through a portal uh, to this place called the Boiling Isles. There, she meets a witch uh, named Ida. And she also meets this adorable, cute little monster thing called King. And that's about it. That's like the whole premise of the show is that it's Luz Luz, uh, figuring her way out uh, eventually uh, throughout the first episode, which we'll talk about more in the the actual podcast. But uh, in the first episode, Luz decides to stay in the Boiling Isles and decides that she wants to train to be a head witch like Ida. And so that's kind of the whole premise of the show on a baseline. But what the show doesn't tell you is a couple of things. One, the show is immensely hilarious. Uh, there's there's probably a really funny laugh out loud moment that I've, that in every single episode, just like little, little jokes here and there. Uh, one of my favorites is that uh, there's this whole episode that's dedicated to sports and uh, Luz is like, like, look, man, we have more spirit than the school spirits. And then like it cuts away to, to, like these like sad little ghosts with like little, little palm fronds and they're just like there's like hey that's not very nice and it's just like a little weird humor like that um i would also describe the show as kind of like this weird mixture of fantasy horror and comedy especially in the first season uh where the comedy very much reigns a little bit more supreme but as the show progresses, it really does lean into heavier themes. It leads into heavier themes of kind of war, um, kind of it leans into themes of kind of cult behavior. And um, it also it also just spends a lot of time with um, with the idea of individualism, which like the whole entire show is that's the, kind of the overarching uh overarching message of the show is individualism versus like conforming to be a certain type of person. And and so that's becomes uh, a major theme. Uh, the reason why I think that another reason why I would really love to recommend this show is I think that Luz as a character is maybe one of the most entertaining main characters I've seen on a TV show in recent memory. Uh, there's something just so wholesome about Luz and I if you there's one thing you need to know about me is that I'm very much a main protagonist kind of person. Like if your if your media doesn't have a good main protagonist, then I tend to typically drop off it. Like I recently started, <laughs> this is going to sound bad, and I'm going to roast. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be probably a lot of roasting of Harry Potter in this podcast. But I recently started uh, rereading the Harry Potter series, and uh, you know sometimes I have an h- issue like uh, being really impressed with Harry as a character. I think that he's fine. You know he's 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 Okay, but it seems like Hermione is the one that actually gets stuff done in that whole pairing, and so I find, and if the story, and even though like Hermione's great, I still find issues like getting through a story where like my main my main person that I'm spending the most time with is not even like the most interesting person in the show, and luckily Luz is by far one of the more interesting people. She is very sweet. She is very dorkable, as uh, we mentioned, and her flaw she does have flaws which is another thing like if you listen to any podcast that i've talked about storytelling beats is that i love characters with flaws and Luz's flaw kind of very much reminds me of joy in inside out where sometimes her optimism and sometimes her need her willingness and kind of need to help people is the thing that really holds her back sometimes and so that's that's what I really enjoy about her character, and this, the way the show explores that in some of the future episodes, which we won't spoil here, it, you'll have to listen to the entire show to get through those episodes, but anyway, um, <laughs> uh, the whole point is, is that uh, Luz is just a great and fantastic character. Uh, what's also interesting about Luz, and uh, this is a bit of a spoiler, but uh, she is the first openly gay character in in a Disney show. Like She ends up developing a relationship with somebody, we won't say who, because again, we don't want to give spoilers, but... Um, but it is very sweet, it is very wholesome, and not only is she the first gay character in a Disney show, um, she is also the first openly bi character that I've seen as a protagonist. Um, and I should mention that too. When I say op- openly gay, Disney has had some uh, gay gay representation on previous on previous shows, but this is the first time uh, that character has been a protagonist on the show. And so the LGBT. Uh, plus uh relation uh representation is really high and it really works for the show like the boiling aisles themselves are kind of this really interesting world that doesn't really have to deal with um with issues uh, such as LGBT uh, relationships like nobody's very judgmental about it there's a scene in this last episode where uh, this one person sees uh, um, a lesbian couple walking down the street and then he just kind of breaks down in tears because it's so cute and adorable and it's just like the kind of stuff where you're just like man I wish this world was real I wish that things like this actually happened and that it was super sweet like this but man like it is also just like such a breath of fresh air to see that in this show also Luz is uh, herself a of color. I believe, I believe she is Dominican. I could be wrong on that, but she does have um, Spanish heritage. Uh, occasionally, she'll just like break out and say Spanish uh, uh, things in Spanish, and it's very cute and very enduring. And then, like a couple of instances, she ends up teaching uh, some of the other characters some Spanish, which is also very cute and very endearing. And ultimately, I think what this show is is just this very cute and endearing journey that. Eventually goes into some darker places, which is also very exciting because not only is the show very cute, but it's also very mysterious. Like I think, I think what um, what people expect going in the first episodes and versus what they get by the end of season one, and then going into season two, is like way different, right? And the way the show kind of builds its world and builds these very simple things, and then kind of grows and expands those things into this really deep and dark story uh, I th- I think it's just it's fantastic like I I love I love it it's gotten to the point where like I on Disney Plus, they only have about sixteen episodes of season two out. Uh, but there are like, I believe there's three episodes that have aired that aren't on Disney Plus, and I've had to seek them out, man. Like, <laughs> uh, I've seeked them out all legally. Uh, luckily, we have a Fubo TV um, <laughs> stream. Okay, there's one episode that I kind of just looked online to see if I could find it, but we won't, we won't really talk about that. But anyway, so like, I've seeked it out. I've caught up on 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 the season. It took me about like a week to watch the entire like the. Enti- The entirety of the show. So if you need a quick binge, that's another great reason. But I also, uh, also while I was doing this podcast, I wanted to, uh, I just wanted to spend more time in this world. And that's another reason why I want to do this podcast. But yeah, it's great. Like, if you get into season two, um, there's, there's just some really interesting developments that end up happening in the show, that overall, it just feels like there's just great payoff each and every single episode in season two. And it's just something that I look forward to talking to in this podcast. And I also look forward to, even though I've only watched the show a week ago, uh, I've been rewatching the first couple episodes and there's just a lot to talk about in those early episodes, what it's foreshadowing, what it's building towards. And the fact that nobody's done I believe a really great podcast about this show. I think is uh, unfortunate. You know, I wanted I wanted to create this podcast. I want to have I want to create a community of people to talk to about this show. Maybe even get maybe even start a fan campaign where we get a season four. Dang it! <laughs> I want I want more episodes of this show. And so hopefully hopefully you'll uh, be as excited uh, as I am to uh, to cover this show and to start this journey. Now. It will take me a bit to get the show off off the start. First things first, I need to find a co-host that is uh, that either has seen the show or just hasn't seen the show but has a pretty decent mic and we can just talk about the show as they kind of hopefully discover their love of the show. That would be my ideal situation. If not, then uh, hopefully I can find a really good co-host that can kind of help me keep things unspoilerly unspoilery and then we can kind of continue, uh, continue to have great conversations there. Um another thing that I'm just kind of working on is that eventually re- once we record the show I'm gonna probably end up recording it in batches so you'll probably hear like references to things that were maybe a couple weeks old uh, once the podcast starts airing and maybe even things that are old on this but I also wanted to um, I want to preface that by saying that like the whole reason I'm doing that is because I do still have this whole full-time freelance web developer job and uh, the ideal situation is that this this helps me pull out pull out of that more and then maybe I can focus more on the show. So I'm still like working on creating social media buzz, creating like figuring out if I want to get ads on the show. And so there's like a lot of things that are going into that, but hopefully it'll all work out. And I've been working really, really hard on this Particularly because I've started podcasts in the past, they've been okay, but I want this one to succeed because I really feel in my heart of hearts that this is the best show that I've seen in quite some time, and I really want to share that love. I want people to discover it. Uh, it's a bit underrated, I feel, so I want I want it. I want to see this succeed for not only myself but just for the show's creators in general because I love I love talking about the show with people. Anyway, that's it. I think about 15 minutes is, a, is the, be- the most I could do just talking about uh, my own experiences and stuff like that. If you like, if you like this uh, opening podcast, I mean, give us a rating on Apple. Why not? Give me a five-star rating, and hopefully we can build some buzz around this. Uh, if, you, uh, if you have any comments or questions, uh, follow me at DavidShire22, pretty much everywhere there's social media, so like on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, let me know if, you're in- if you are interested or uh, want to be a potential co-host or guest on the show. And other than that, uh, see you later, weirdos.